Hey, welcome to the Learning to Lead podcast. I'm Paul Doherty. Honored to have you listening today. Today we're talking about pain, leadership pain and adversity and mistreatment and what do you do when people are throwing spears at you and talking bad about you and you're trying to be the best leader you can be. And I'm jumping right into this because there's so much content to talk through and I want you to get the most out of this. I remember getting a book during a season in my life where I was walking through some pretty harsh mistreatment from someone that I wanted to be my friend and I hoped was going to celebrate me, but instead of being a celebrator, they were a hater and um, and tried to make my life miserable during that season. And during that time, one of my other friends gave me this book and it was a small little 100-page book called Tale of Three Kings. If you have not read this book or you don't own it, I highly encourage you to go and get it. It's one of the best books for leaders and how to handle Um, adversity, how to handle harsh treatment, how to handle the pain that leadership brings. And I'm telling you this, if you want to be a leader, you're going to have to be able to handle pain. If you can't handle pain, then don't choose to become a leader because leadership will require you to walk through painful seasons, seasons where people reject you, where people might throw spears at you, where people will say bad things about you, and you have to be the kind of leader that doesn't react and doesn't grow toxic through that, but chooses instead to walk in love and to guard your heart and to become stronger. And uh, like the like the Kelly Clarkson song, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And God is looking for leaders who can handle pain. In this small book, when I read it, uh, there was a few quotes that stood out to me. And I want to share them with you as we get into today's podcast. One of the things he starts off with, he says, God has a school. It is a small university, and very few enroll into it. In fact, even fewer graduate from it. God has this school because he does not have broken men and women. God is searching for men and women who can endure pain and become broken vessels as leaders in their generation to bring healing to a broken world. God is looking for people to enroll into a school of brokenness. See, I'm I'm convinced that if we're going to be the leader God's called us to be, then we've got to get every ounce of pride and narcissism and and selfishness and it's all about me. We got to get that pulled out of our heart. Like a gardener would pull weeds out, we've got to allow God to pull that selfish pride out of our hearts. And sometimes he does it in ways that aren't easy. Sometimes he does it through walking through seasons where people may reject us, people may throw spears and mistreat us. And this small book called Tale of Three Kings, and you're probably wondering, spears? Who throws spears? Uh, Well, this small book that I read, Tale of Three Kings, is about kings back in the day of Israel when there were spears and swords and bows and arrows. There were no guns, no missiles, no, you know, no modern day weapon warfare. It was all done with combat and people would uh, uh, sharpen spears and they would throw them at each other. And in this small little book, it talks about these kings back in Israel and three kings in particular, King David, King Saul, uh, and King Solomon. And then there is a fourth king in the book mentioned named Absalom, who has a very small, short time of trying to reign in Israel. And the point of the book is to ask you the question, what kind of leader do you want to be? 
What kind of leader do you want to be? And what kind of leader does God want you to be, more importantly? Because the leader that God's called you to be is not a leader that attacks and retaliates on people who try to attack you or mistreat you or put you down or say bad things about you. The kind of leader God's called all of us to be is a leader after God's own heart. So why did God choose King David? And why is King David one of the most talked about kings even today amongst non-Christians? People know the story of David and Goliath. And they use that phrase anytime there's some sort of an underdog matchup in sports with basketball and football and soccer and you name it. People talk about this story, David and Goliath. And David was such a famous king. In fact, in the Bible, there's more written on the life of David than any other character except Jesus. So obviously God wanted us to learn some leadership lessons from this king and how he handled adversity. David was not the first king of Israel. He was the second king. The first king was Saul. Saul started off pretty good, but over time Saul's heart grew toxic. And he, he started caring more about his image and, and feared what people thought about him instead of fearing God and living for God. And because of that, David, over time, he was young and he was uh, bold and brave and just feared God, didn't really care what anyone else thought, and ended up challenging the giant Goliath uh, that no one else in Israel would take on or fight. And David takes him out, cuts his head off. Massive victory. David becomes popular, famous. He's still not the king. During that time, Saul was king, and Saul grew jealous of David and started throwing spears at him. Chased David into caves and spent years uh, as a king of Israel chasing a teenage boy around the nation of Israel. And this teenage boy didn't ever try to fight back. And he had multiple chances to get even with Saul, to take Saul's life. In fact, thousands of people were ready to make David king even while Saul was on the throne because they were so tired of Saul's toxic leadership. And there's some lessons we can learn about how David responded in that time because all of us will face Saul's and all of us at times will be tempted to become a Saul and to throw spears at people that we don't like or people that we feel jealous of or threatened by and we've got to learn to become the better leader. God wants you to become a leader after his own heart. When David killed Goliath, most people thought that he would eventually, right after that, step in as king. But in fact, it would be 16 years before he would step into that role as king. And during those 16 years, David would be chased around and had spears thrown at him. And God used Saul's madness to break David so that David would never become a Saul kind of king. During those 15 years when Saul would chase David around and try to kill him, God was breaking David's heart and showing David, David, don't ever become this kind of king. And we read between these chapters in the Bible, 1 Samuel 18, all the way till 1 Samuel 30. I mean, it is, it is a very difficult part of the Bible to read because you're watching a, a king lose his mind and spiral out of control. And you're watching this teenage boy, David, grow into a strong, mighty warrior and a man of God. And you're, you're seeing two leaders, you know, in, in the works. And you're kind of contrasting what kind of leader you want to be. There's a question that came up in that small little book I read, Tale of Three Kings. And the question is, what do you do when a spear is thrown at you? What do you do when a spear is thrown at you? And one of the things he says, and I want to share this with you, is everyone else in the world knows what to do when a spear is thrown at them. 
why you pick up the spear and you throw it right back at the person that threw it at you. And in doing this small feat of returning thrown spears, you prove many things. You are courageous. You stand for the right. You boldly stand against the wrong. You're tough and can't be pushed around. You will not stand for injustice or unfair treatment. You're the defender of the faith, the keeper of the flame, the detector of all heresy. You will not be wrong. All of these attributes then combine to prove that you are also obviously a candidate for kingship. Yes, perhaps you are the Lord's anointed. After the order of King Saul, there is also a possibility that some 20 years after your coronation, you will be the most incredibly skilled spear thrower in the entire realm, and most assuredly by then, quite insane. (laughs) So what he's trying to say here is, yeah, you can throw spears back at Saul and the people in your life that mistreat you and the leaders that are in charge of you that may uh, uh, harshly put you down with their words or their actions or demote you when you deserve a promotion, but in throwing those spears back, you don't get even. You just become like the person that you don't ever want to be like. You become like Saul. He goes on to say in the book, You can easily tell when someone has been hit by a spear. He turns a deep shade of bitter. David never got hit. Gradually, he learned a very well-kept secret. One, never learn anything about the fashionable, easily mastered art of spear throwing. Two, Stay out of the company of all spear throwers. And three, keep your mouth tightly closed. In this way, spears will never touch you even when they pierce your heart. Isn't that amazing? That there are going to be times when spears will be thrown at you. But if you can learn not to retaliate, not to react, not to pick up the spear and throw it back, man, you can become untouchable. And in fact, the way to get even with someone who's throwing spears at you is to keep on staying focused on being who God's called you to be, to keep on keeping on, to not turn around and get distracted and get into a fight with that person or try to defend yourself to someone who's just maliciously attacking you, but instead to keep succeeding, keep prospering, keep being who God's called you to be. See, Saul tried to kill David 21 different times and he never did succeed. And as long as you don't quit, man cannot stop what God has ordained. God had ordained David to be the future leader of Israel. And during Saul's crazy attacks against him, David kept growing and kept becoming who he had called him to be. See, leaders are the kind of people that, yeah, they go through painful seasons, but they don't take their pain out on those people around them and try to react and retaliate. Leaders are the kind of people that stay focused on their mission and they keep moving forward. What kind of leader will you be? David had a perspective of life that that understood everything he had, including the throne, and he didn't have it yet, but including the dream God had given him of being the future king, that it all belonged to God. And that when God wanted it to happen, God could make it happen. And so David wasn't going to take matters into his own hands. And during this painful season in David's life, he lost all the crutches that he was leaning on. He didn't have a mother or father to hang on to or even a best friend during that season. In fact, all of the people around him, his wife, all of it got knocked out and he learned how to just lean on God. David lost his whole world, but he didn't lose his confidence in God. And we can too as leaders. 
David had multiple chances to get even with Saul when Saul was hunting him down in caves. And yet David never did do it. He trusted God. He trusted God's timing. So as we wrap up today's podcast, I want to end with this last thought. What do you do when spears are thrown at you? Well, first, we got to realize that people are imperfect. And because people are imperfect, we should expect to be mistreated. We shouldn't be surprised when we walk through uh, mistreatment from another person. I mean, nobody's perfect. And oftentimes, unintentionally, people are going to mistreat us. And they're going to intentionally mistreat us. But we shouldn't be surprised because, listen, there's no perfect people out there. Secondly, because mistreatment is inevitable, we should anticipate the feelings on the inside for revenge. That doesn't make you a bad person to feel those feelings of wanting to get revenge. Anticipate that those feelings are going to come because mistreatment is inevitable. I remember a time when someone really wronged my parents. This happened multiple times. In fact, one time my dad was preaching a sermon and at the end of his message, a guy got up from the uh, uh, audience, walked up and punched my dad in the face. When I heard about it, because I was at the other campus uh, at another service, I was so upset. I wanted to go and find that guy and just punch his lights out. I wanted to get even with the guy who hurt my dad. But my dad said, no, Paul, we don't respond that way. And my dad didn't punch him back. My dad took it like a champion. He, you know, he probably wanted to. He had a black eye, blood all over his face. But he got up right after that guy did that and preached another 10 minutes on forgiveness. And uh, I want to encourage you to recognize mistreatment is inevitable. Anticipate those feelings of revenge. And because the desire for revenge is predictable, and it always is, refuse to fight in the flesh. Because when you fight in the flesh and when you try to get revenge, you never win. The road of revenge is a road of destruction. If you want to get revenge, plan to dig two graves. Because the person you take out, you'll be right next to them. Your life will be destroyed by trying to get even. So don't throw the spears back. Instead, when you're going through that mistreatment, trust God. Pray. Bless those who curse you. Jesus says, turn the other cheek. Learn to grow in the midst of it. Grow in the dark. Grow in those difficult seasons. Let God develop your character. Like David, his character was developed in the caves so that he could one day handle the pressures of the crown. David allowed God to grow him in the dark so he could be ready for the light. And God wants to do the same for you. I have no idea what God has for your future, but if he has plans to use you as a leader in a significant way, I can tell you this, you will have Saul's and there will be caves and there will be pain. There will be cheers and there will be spears and there will be lots and lots of tears. But I also pray that there will be years and years of great growth and great significant fulfillment in your life as you learn to trust in God. During those difficult times, David would write the greatest songs and prayers and worship songs to God. And he would go on to become the best king that Israel ever saw until Jesus showed up. So my question for you is what kind of king do you want to be? What kind of leader do you want to be? Don't throw the spears back. Learn to trust God. Learn to believe that vengeance belongs to the Lord and he will handle your accusers and those who mistreat you. Hey, I'm praying for you. I believe your best days are right in front of you. You are a leader. Keep on learning. Keep on leading. And we'll see you on the next episode. God bless.